Now back here again. No, for fuck's sake. Whatever. Um, skip ahead to library. Doesn't matter. We're good. Everything is fine. No one's watching as usual, so that's that's nice. Um, anyways, we have a lot to talk about, so I think we should start with uh, where have I been? So obviously, this is becoming kind of a current thing right now. Uh, where have I been? And it's effectively just been I've been merely busy working on things like new projects, new um, new ideas over the summer as well. So yeah, school need to finish this and get some grades up. So yeah, I've been really focusing on that. I haven't really been focusing a ton on YouTube. And so that's where we are. Anyways, we have a lot to talk about, so let's get started. First off with the channel update, I'm working on my gaming chair review. Um, that will be out shortly at some point. I just finished the audio for it, and now I have to record some video uh, footage for it, as well as do some editing. So once that's done, it will be up as shortly as possible. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much all I have to do for the channel update. Now let's get into the news. There's a lot to talk about, and if you uh, see me looking at this thing then you know that's it so first thing motorola flip phone this is um this is quite fun so motorola released a concept for a flip folding phone um this thing right here so this thing is supposed to be their concept for a flip folding phone it's supposed to have like this and it's going to fold into like this shape right here and this thing is going to bend like a crease and it's not going to have the um problem that the other one had where it's going to have like a weird plastic crease it's going to have a fold uh do i have any pictures of it no so pretty much what happens is that when it folds it's going to have a little circle right are they going to show it here no it's just a whatever. Yeah, it's going to have like a circle or whatever in the middle where it loops. So when you fold it, it's going to loop, and that's going to prevent the screen from actually folding in on itself, which will hopefully fix the durability problem and uh, some other issues. So, yeah, Motorola is the Motor Razor, at least for now. It's not confirmed as being an actual product yet, but hopefully with time it will actually get to be an actual product, and then we can have another folding phone to talk about. Uh, speaking of following phones, the Galaxy Fold by Samsung had to get recalled. That's probably very old news at this point, but it had to get recalled. And uh, new reports are actually saying, because it got recalled because of, like, um, breaking. It kept breaking, and there was, like, durability problems and whatever um, with certain things cracking and, um, like, a screen protector just malfunctioning if you took it off. Their phone malfunctioning if you took the screen protector off. And it was the new developments um, where... It's not, the original thing was that it was going to be releasing now in April, um, and then it was unveiled in February, going to be released in April, and then all of a sudden when it had that time with the previews, it didn't work out, they had to turn it back, and the su suspected one was that we were going to get a fold uh, thing, we were going to get a uh, redo of it around June, but apparently new reports are saying that that's not happening anymore, and that we're going to have to wait until possibly August in order to get the folding phone uh, back on the shelf so that kind of sucks if anyone wants to spend two thousand dollars on the phone you can't do that anymore so uh yeah that's kind of unfortunate we are going at half the speed we should be cool excellent sure that'll be fine can't get rid of it uh, anyways next up we're going to be talking about obviously the stuff on the title card there but uh, for Google. So Google released, uh, Google did a bunch of stuff recently. Pretty much they released their Pixel 3a, which is their cheap budget version of the Pixel, 
with a plastic design, no wire resistance, no wireless charging. It's five stars by 116 reviews. It has a great camera, good software, bad performance. What I don't understand, like, yeah, fingerprint sensor, all that stuff. Personally, I don't understand why people are excited about this. It's $400, which is cheap, but it's not, like, incredibly cheap. And it has no wire resistance, no wireless charging. It has a headphone jack, but it's a plastic design. Screen's not that good. The only thing it really has going for it is it's great camera, and it's pretty decent software. And it has, like, a Wii 670 Snapdragon processor, which is, like, mid-tier, right? And, yeah, it's a mid-tier phone. But I don't understand when people are like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever, this is the best phone value. Like, not really. Personally, I could care less about cameras. I don't care about cameras. Luckily, everyone else decided they didn't care about cameras as well. It's cool. It's a nice phone. I enjoy, like, I'm not saying it's a bad phone. I'm just saying I don't know why people are so hyped about the Google Pixel 3a. Honestly, to me, it just seems like one of those phones that are just like, oh, you made a budget version. Okay, cool. People are going to shit on uh, Apple by making the 10R and saying that, oh yeah, the 10R is bad. But yes, the screen is lower resolution than the Pixel 3a for $400. Um, has wireless charging, has water resistance, has stereo dual stereo speakers, which the um, 3a also got rid of from the original Pixel 3. It has still a single camera. This is a horrible image. Can I get a better one? Can I get a better one? Can I get a better one? A better one? There we go. Um, yeah, it has better build quality, better you know, uh, has wire resistance, wireless charging, has the same A12 chip, has the great same performance and face ID stuff. Um, still runs, you know, iOS and stuff. Still is going to get the latest updates. The only downside is the screen. And yeah, for 750 it's not cheap, but I do think it's a good phone. I don't think anyone's going to say it's not a good phone. I don't like people comparing this, which is an Apple, versus an Orange, which is completely the opposite. It's like not the same. They're fruit. That's pretty much it. I don't like people comparing this phone, which has five stars, by the way, by 6,000 people, to the other phone. Uh, this is fine, the like comparison to the S10e, because it's the same price and like relatively the same stuff. But I don't like them comparing the 10R to like the 3A, because it's just not in the same comparison ballpark. So yeah, they released that. They also released an X, XL version, uh, 3A XL. So they released an XL version as well. That's a little bit larger, has a little bit bigger screen. I think might have a couple other benefits. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, the Pixel 4 is still coming out as well. I like how that's better reviewed. That's interesting. Uh, Pixel 4 is coming out as well, so be sure to look for that if you want a flagship uh, Pixel in your lineup or whatever. So that's going to be pretty pretty good on them to do that anyways well oh yeah one plus seven this is what i'm really excited for actually so um one plus if you don't know it's a company that has my phone the one plus they've uh chinese company owned by bbk electronics which also owns vivo and um oppo and those companies they recently released the one plus seven pro in the u.s market one plus seven pro is an incredible device for a couple of reasons so first off this is the phone that's a bad picture that's a better picture, better picture. So uh, here is two of them, I think. Yeah, here's two of them. Great phone, love it. Don't have it, but looks great. It's just overall uh, a good phone. So this, by the way, price-wise is $670, so it's cheaper than the iPhone XR. Uh, has a full screen, as you can see, very uh, no notch, no like hole punch or whatever, no nothing, it's just a full screen. 
doesn't have a headphone jack, but it has stereo speakers. Um, one at the top here and then one down firing as well, so that's really useful. The other ones uh, before the 60 and the 6 didn't have that, so this is stereo speakers. has um, wire doesn't have wireless charging. Doesn't No, it doesn't have wireless charging or wire resistance, but it is pretty water resistant, so there's no like official IP rating, but from tests and stuff, it's pretty water resistant, so that's nice. Um, and it has, as you can see from this, in order to get the notch design to go away, it has a pop-up camera, so you open it up, it pops up, and then it, when it falls, uh, if you drop it, for instance, it's going to like retract the camera automatically, which is cool. It's going to pop up. It's going to go down. It's going to pop up, down every single time you want to use it. Has curved glass like the Samsung, and the screen is what really matters. So on top of having like triple cameras, as you can see here, main 48 megapixel sensor, so a lot of imaging, a lot of um, detail is being able to be shown for 48 megapixels. It then has an ultra wide, and then a telephoto three times optical zoom. But as you can see, it's not completely three times, whatever. Um, so that's useful. The screen is also a 2K screen. So what Samsung has in their devices, um, this is also having like a 2K screen, 90 hertz refresh. And if I can get a video of the 90 hertz refresh, if I can, let's just go to like a random, is there anything here about the 90 hertz refresh? No, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it has 9 hertz refresh, which is really smooth, really nice, and overall just makes everything look better, similar to what happened on the uh, iPad Pro with its ProMotion display. It's technically also variable, so you're not wasting your battery life constantly, and it has a 4,000 milliamp hour battery. As you can see, for 750, that's 12 gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of storage for 750. That's a lot more RAM. Now, RAM isn't everything. It's a lot more storage, which I guess is pretty useful. But just the overall package is so much better than pretty much any other phone near that price point the market at the market value currently. It's just a great phone. I'd recommend you getting it. Uh, it works on every carrier, too, which is nice. Um, and in case you want to do that. So that's pretty cool. Uh, what was that? Okay, next thing I want to talk about is iPhone owners can now sue Apple. So there was a legislation going around currently where um, Apple App Store Court. There's a thing going around currently where um, Apple Courts developers, yeah. So pretty much what this is is that uh, a bunch of people or Congress people, whatever, pretty much saying that Apple has a monopoly over, um, for instance, like the Spotify case where you can buy like a membership or like Spotify premium or whatever um, but has to go through iTunes and then Apple takes a cut of that they're saying that's a monopoly and the only way for them to make money is by giving some to Apple instead of like Android where you can just go to like a third party like in order to buy Spotify premium you can do it through the website but for this it has to go through your iTunes account or whatever uh, and so they're saying it's kind of a monopoly that Apple has that power and Apple is saying um, it doesn't make developers like charge for a certain app it's the developers that charge $10 for notability, for instance, or some of these other ones I'm not really sure about. But yeah, so that's the current court case going on. It's pretty much saying that Apple has to give, um, like, more options for people to, like, get apps and stuff instead of being directly required towards the App Store. Um, I don't think it needs to be that, like, volatile. I think it just needs to, Apple needs to, like, get back on the whole, you're able to, buy things from in-app purchases without having to go through the uh, app store to do so. I think that's what they should do instead of the court deciding, hey, you have to um, allow third-party 
uh, websites because that's not like the best. That's not the best for their security. Android does it, but they never had security to begin with. So, yeah, you can read this entire article. It's it's interesting. Um, Trade apps with user privacy and that by doing this, it's going to be no privacy at all. Yep. So that's the whole thing. You can sue Apple if you want, technically speaking. I don't know why you'd want to unless you really hate Apple. Um, you can try to sue them, but it's currently going on, so you're probably not going to get much uh, benefit out of it. Anyways, uh, Sony and Microsoft team up. We'll get to the big stuff. Don't worry. Sony and Microsoft originally teamed up, or recently teamed up, Sony and Microsoft team Teaming up on cloud computing and cloud gaming. So Microsoft owns the Azure platform, which is effectively like a development platform for different cloud services, pretty much. And Sony Microsoft today, which is the 16th, so like a month ago, not a month ago, like 18 days ago, whatever, they turned and they announced that they're going to tackle future entertainment. They plan to work together on future cloud solutions and Microsoft Azure that will support gaming and content streaming. Sony will also use Microsoft Data Center for existing gaming stream platform, PS uh, Now, or PSM, PS Now. The agreement could open up possibilities of cross-play, despite previous reluctancies from the competing firms. Uh, the partnerships allow Sony to tap into Microsoft's technology with companies that have been struggling, like Sony. Sony has taken the years slowing down data speeds and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and this is pretty much just talking about the Xbox Live or PlayStation. Interesting. I don't know why they'd want that. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, that happened. They're pretty much teaming up for cloud solutions, and we'll see where that goes. Not much more information currently, and I'll update you later on. Uh, Google pulling apps from Huawei. So this is pretty like critically important that they're pulling apps from Huawei. Uh, Huawei, Huawei, if you didn't know, is a mass. Effectively, think of it. It was the second biggest. Um, like they make phones, they make tablets and stuff, and they make like networks and modems and speakers. They're massive. Think of them like a Samsung, effectively, where they have like phones, but then they also have like a bunch of other products. Samsung is like microwaves and fridges and all that stuff, and this doesn't. They have phones and they have tablets, standard stuff, and then they have like again modems and speakers and laptops and stuff. Recently. It got announced that U.S. put tariffs on Huawei. Yeah, U.S. put tariffs on Huawei to um, whatever. So yeah, U.S. put tariffs. So originally, how do I explain this? Um, Huawei was banned from working with U.S. companies outright. Uh, by that like situation that was put on Huawei is that they can't work with U.S. companies. They also can't work with Google, and so Google pulling apps from Huawei. Google had to pull their Android license and their apps from Huawei and from um, that sort of system. And pretty much future OS updates will not be available to Huawei devices and it will lose Google apps like um, Google the like Play Store, uh, Gmail, Google Maps, uh, Docs, all that stuff. Uh, Google itself, Google Assistant, anything owned by Google and operated by Google, Huawei loses access to, as well as the Android license. Android is open source, so they can still use that, but it's like kind of far behind or whatever and not like up to current stuff. So based on that tariff that they had, Google is now suspending that. So anyone who has a Huawei device um, isn't going to be able to get apps from Google uh, in the in the future. So what they're planning to do, Huawei has secretly uh, been preparing for this and working on their own um system 
effectively for their own operating system, and then they're going to try to like fix the fact that they can't get any apps by making their own and sort of circumventing the system. That's all fine, except for the fact that making their phones is also going to be a problem because they source most of their uh, equipment and parts and RAM and screens and stuff from U.S.-based companies, so they're going to have to redo majority of that. Um, yeah. Outside for Huawei users, uh, we're going this step to comply with the government action. We assure you we are complying with all government requirements. And Google Play and security stuff is still going to be available and functioning on your existing devices. Okay, cool. Google Assistant just popped up out of nowhere, so that's fun. Anyways, yeah, so that's that's pretty much what this is. They banned it, and we'll see how this goes by what Huawei ends up doing in the future. Uh, so a couple more things. Uh, Apple's new material on the keyboard. So Apple recently, again, I'm so tired of talking about this, recently um, updated their MacBook Pro stuff, like a lot, like a lot. Pretty much what happened, if I could find MacBook Pro 2019. So pretty much what happened, uh, I, I can't find it, whatever, so go to images. Uh, they, this is not it, that's it. They updated it with a couple of things. First off, they fixed the keyboard material again by adding a new material that's a mixture of plastic and aluminum to fix some of the switches and stuff, not only to prevent more dirt from going in, but also fixing the clicking and clacking problem where some keys would like add an extra key, you hit E and hit E like three times or whatever. Um, so they're trying to fix that with that new material that they're freely replacing in all existing MacBooks. And by freely, I mean they updated their Apple updating keyboard program. Uh, keyboard program. So they updated their keyboard service program to um, expand it to 2018 and 2019 models, as you can see. Um, new material. Apple announced an update. All Macs with a so-called butterfly mechanism will now fully be eligible for their keyboard program. The expansion means that fewer new models that weren't previously covered. Fortunately, Apple's not extending how long. It lasts for four years. So pretty much you could bring my 2018 MacBook, which hasn't had that problem yet, by the way. Just saying. Um, into them and they'll replace it for free. So that's pretty great. And they're going to be replacing it with a new material that will hopefully, hopefully fix the problem that the keyboards still suck. Uh, I really hope they do a redesign. They're not bad. I, I said they suck because I don't like typing on them. That doesn't mean they're bad keyboards, at least for now. Um, they're fixing it. Finally fixed it, I think, officially now after their fourth or fifth time. Honestly, this is getting kind of annoying to talk about. But yeah, they fixed their keyboards finally. Oh boy. They also secretly, if I could actually, I'm going to go to their site and see if I can find it. Okay. Uh, iPod Touch right here. They made a new one. Oh, my God. New iPod Touch. Effectively, A10 chip, A10X, A10 Fusion chip. What's in the iPhone 7, which effectively is actually like a Snapdragon 845 if we're comparing it to Android specs or whatever. Um... They put that in this phone. They didn't fix the camera, didn't fix the camera, didn't fix the build quality, didn't fix the camera, has that thing on here, has the big bezels, doesn't have a touch ID, doesn't have face ID, is a music player for 200 bucks, 32 gigabytes base speed. Base, um, sorry, not speed, base memory. That is what they did. They updated it, 
It looks like this. Still looks pretty eh. It's for music. If you don't have a music player, you can get this. That's pretty cool. There's nothing much else to talk about. They're going to hype it up like, oh my god. Oh my god. Look at it. It's our new arcade service. Wow. That's fun. Augmented reality, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you can also have, like, group FaceTime and messages and stuff and pizza phones and stuff, right? That's pretty cool. They released that. No one really cares about it. It's going to be a music player for the five people that still buy iPods, you know, whatever. Um, two more things to talk about. Okay, so first thing is AMD assimilating, assimilating, assimilating Intel with their just everything, pretty much. And then, crap, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, Apple killing iTunes. We're on an Apple topic. Let's talk about them killing iTunes. Killing iTunes. So there's a recent report that's not how you spell iTunes. Yeah, so they're killing iTunes, and effectively that means they're going to be replacing it with shut up. No, no, stop. Let's go. Cool, great. Um, they're going to kill it. And pretty much it was an all-in-one media thing, and now they're going to replace it with music, Apple Music, podcasts, and TV stuff, uh, respectively. That's kind of fun. Uh, right now, if there's no posts, yeah, the iTunes Twitter. I iTunes Twitter account. Couldn't tell you why that's a thing. Yeah, it's gone. That's never been what's going on. Apple's about to break at WWDC, and they're probably going to break it up into a bunch of new stuff, uh, TV, music, and podcasts. Yep. Uh, you'll be able to get get the music app. There's a lot of sense. I had an outgrown name with the iTunes. There's a lot more than music. Having a day capable. Blah, blah, blah. I'm so tired. Uh, it will help with promoting services on the Mac, syncing with your iPhone. Mac OS 15, 10.15 is going to make it for iOS users to do stuff on Mac. And yep. They're going to kill iTunes. Best part. AMD, company that makes microprocessors. Another company is Intel. Intel is the thing that has, if you have a computer or a laptop or pretty much anything else, it's running an Intel processor. AMD is the competition to that. Usually what happens in an Intel thing, if you were to go on, for instance, Amazon, that's not how you spell Amazon. If you, if you do Amazon and you look up, for instance, like, shut up. If you look up, for instance, uh, Intel, what is it, i7... 9700K to so their top of the line. That's not it. That's not it. There we go. Top of the line processing unit right here. The price that's currently doing it, there has stock. I'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, is $400 for this thing right here to be boosting with our 95 watt CPU, i7, that. This is what I'm going to use as a benchmark at $380, $400. It's actually a lot cheaper than I thought it would be, but whatever. Um, you get eight cores, gigahertz, 12 megabytes. AMD, on the other hand, had a com conference thing with their Ryzen 3000 series. AMD released their Ryzen 3000 series with their new Zen 2 architecture on their new Radeon graphics cards with their new Epic mobile division. No, with the new Epic division and then their new mobile division. And then they release like 25 motherboards and they've been going crazy. So let me just explain what this is. Uh, we'll go here. More. AMD Ryzen 3000. So for instance, I have an AMD Ryzen 1700 with a 1700 board. And it's not going to work with the new ones. But um, there's 2700 
which was last year's, this year's 3000, the 3700, 3700X, 3800, 3800X, and 3900X are all very good, and they're all going to destroy Intel in pretty much every way. So these are going to be your consumer-grade cards, the one cards, the ones that you use in your computer and your laptops and stuff. Um, as you can see from this roadmap, here are the different motherboards, here are the different support generations, and ultimately it's going to be better performance. So what usually happens is that um, AMD was behind in certain categories. They could sell lower tier processors and get a bunch of money, but there's nothing in the high tier to really compete with Intel, and so Intel was able to spike up their prices. This was originally like 450 they were able to spike up their prices without real competition. Ryzen came along, the Ryzen 7 came along, the 1700 one, which is I have, didn't really make much of a splash, the Threadripper ones, which is their higher tier ones trying to compete with Intel, made a huge splash and disrupted the market completely. Um, they're also using, yeah, so let, let me continue. So yeah, and then the 3000 series is going to be 20% better performance in majority of tasks and 1% better performance overall which doesn't seem like a lot, but it, it is, especially for what's gonna, I'm about to say here, 1% better performance than this one right here, um, like across the board with the new Zen 2 architecture in everything. And usually uh, AMD was like a well-rounded one and Intel had like key areas that they were winning in. This is just all around better for half the price. This right here, uh, if I have a AMD Ryzen 3, uh, where three thousand? Where is this thing? Yeah, so here's the graph right here. Is this gonna look perfect? Single thread performance and benchmark is Core i7 9700K. Right here, it's selling for three used from three. So let's just say the original price was like more than that, right? Um, one percent 3700X versus this. So this, by the way, again, let's say 400. One percent better performance. Um. Multi-thread performance, it has 28% better, and it's going to literally be, uh, where's the other one? So yeah, 20% better performance, 1% better performance, and it's going to be around the same price. Where's the pricing thing? Uh, what is this? Third gen Ryzen CPU. Yeah, so it is her price. Ryzen 7 3700X, 8 cores, 16 threads, so standard, right? 4.4 boost base of 3.6 is really nice and then 330 it's 70 dollars cheaper and it's going to have 28 percent better performance in multi-thread compared to the i7 9700k uh, it is insane and then the ryzen 7 3800 is 3800x is 37 percent if i was going to get 3800x as you can see here it's 400 400 is a lot but it's a lot better than the next thing from which is the Core 99900K, which let's just go back in case you can't see what that is. It's 500. So it's like 480, 500 for this compared to uh, compared to 400. So again, you're saving like 80, 90 dollars by getting AMD, which is going to also get a lot more support from developers than you would otherwise. It's just great. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much the last thing I wanted to talk about here. I'm looking forward to this, looking forward to putting it in my computer at some point. Uh, yeah, and honestly, that's pretty great. I really enjoy when companies like this, like Intel, are getting their ha ass handed to them in 
this fun environment we have here. Uh, another reason for this is because AMD is using 10 nanometer and Intel finally got 10 nanometer because AMD outsources their modules and stuff for building to like um, far off, right? Uh, like for other companies and Intel's trying to do it in-house and it's not working too well. So yeah, this is going to be fun. Can't wait to see how this works out. Anyways, if you want to see more of this and a bunch of other stuff on the channel, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and I will see you all next time. Goodbye.